listening to the Funbox Podcast. I ate a bunch of LSD. I did a series of videos on rape victims. Dude, being left-handed is the worst thing in the world. With your host, Rob Webb. Can you tell me if it's uh, cut or uncut? For visual sakes? Oh, man. It's uh, very much so uncut. That's how I roll. Nice. <laughs> Growing up watching National Geographic programs, they would warn me about indigenous nudity, or which I like to call hot ebony milfs with dirty long tits in the woods. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to the Fun Box Podcast. Episode 79. Take two. Take two. <laughs> the, the sloppiest podcast in town. Where anything goes from Vaseline and eye patches to fedoras and fuzzy trinkets, nothing is out of bounds. You may ask yourself, what's so fun about those things? And I say to you, we are the dreamers of the dream. We are the music makers. I'm here with E-Rock, baby. What's going on, dude? Hey, Rob, I, I don't have my soundboard going, so I'm going to probably put in an applause and post. So actually, screw that. Now me explaining it is it's going to. Yeah, it's 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 done. It, you know, I need a checklist of uh, my power checklist, off. My power. checklist. Yeah, my <laughs> checklist would have been uh, that was my Bluetooth powering off because it's low on batteries. And that's what I use to uh, use my phone as my uh Control board, my, yeah. control board, sound board. Yeah. Well, we're here. Yeah. It's Friday. Happy Friday, everybody. Hopefully, we got some listeners. Not too sure. I got a, nothing in the chat. If you want to chat, go ahead. And uh, if you want to ask E-Rock a question, I'm here with E-Rock. He is a prolific musician uh, of many bands for the past and present. Still, to this day, he uh, is very active. Uh Sugar Magnolia, Grateful Dead, right? Yeah. Cover band. And I uh, wish you were here, the two ones that I know, and Jimmy Knee Rock. And we got the Har- classic rock duo. Yes. We got Harvest, the Neil Young tribute. Oh, the Harvest, the Neil Harvest, Young. Neil Young tribute, yeah. So. And of course, and played bass for Michael Stanley for 28 years, and we're doing some tribute shows with that. With wow. Some musicians from that to so, group. So. So I'm blessed to have E-Rock on. We are all blessed, and especially our Patreons. Shout out to our Patreons uh, for hanging out. What we might do for them, for the Patreons, if we if we can, we'll make this a quick, uh, nice, like, s- keep it simple, and then do some something a little extra for the Patreons. Maybe we'll play them another song, or we'll who knows what we'll do. Maybe right we'll, we'll talk about... T- tits and farts or something and uh so we'll get in deep highbrow comedy yeah real real highbrow stuff for the patreon people but uh yeah uh we i got a quiz a quiz for us today we got to go over the top 10 memes of the facebook group i'm terrified (laughs) um and actually they haven't been too bad lately um I need I need you guys to really pick it up, pick up the game. It's been real uh some there's been a lot of boomer humor going on and I don't like it. All right? 
I want to I see you guys pick it up again. But a lot of those people, I don't even think they listen to the show. But it, it's fun. We have like 800 plus uh, fun box people in the group. And the, the Facebook group. The and the Facebook group. I, I don't even know if they're listening to the show. So, guys, come on. I have 433 subscribers to YouTube and 800 people in the group. Come on, do something. Yeah. Use your YouTube app. How old are you guys? <laughs> do something about that. All right. But, yeah, here we are, man. Um, this is like prime real estate for you, so I'm so glad you're able to come on a Friday. Yeah, we got snowed out uh, a few weeks ago when I was originally yeah, Well, yeah, and that was a Friday, too, but... uh I'm, it's just surprising that you're not booked on a Friday. It's uh, that would seem like the time any of your bands would be booked for like anywhere. Usually, although a lot of times January, February sometimes aren't as quite as full. Right. And it is, yeah, it is winter. This actually could have been booked, but like two months ago, like the week before Christmas, you were like, you know, I gotta do this got- awesome, do this crazy <laughs> show. It's it, 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 it's just yeah you know, yeah every yeah this fun box show and they go what is the fun box and you go actually uh don't watch it i'll get fired but we got like the week before christmas a bunch of us got covid me and, and jim my duo partner did and and he also ended up getting a neuropathy in his hands where he couldn't play and uh so it's like i didn't know what the book you know whatever i didn't fill in some of the holes that we had in our schedule you know yeah. i just didn't know what to do so that could be, you know, that was one of the reasons why. Plus, I, I say January, February are sometimes slow yeah. than the rest of the year. I mean, we're pretty booked up now for the summer and, and going into March and April. And Right. Uh, yeah, I know. Yeah, you were like, man, this is like the last time. So, so glad you came, man. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I've been looking forward to this for a long time. Literally my last Friday off until, I think, uh, September. <laughs> Wild. Wow. Wild stuff. Wild, wacky, wacky, <laughs> wild stuff. Oh. You did not know that. <laughs> yeah. Yes! Ha ha! I gotta get the Ed McMahon. Ah. You know, here's a weird, uh, funny little uh, Mandela effect. When you think of Publisher's Clearinghouse, do you think of Ed McMahon at all? Yeah. He has nothing to do with no. it. He's, <laughs> he's never been a part of it. He did his own separate, like giveaway uh, money thing but you remember those it seems like yeah, i remember these commercials that were publishers clearinghouse yeah. and you see Edmund you think somebody balloons. coming up to the to, to the door but yeah i guess yeah with the check yeah. and everything with the giant check and the balloons and they go to the door and ed mcmahon's like woohoo you know and it's and they see him no that whole separate thing but uh yeah it's one of those that's, mandela that's effect blowing things. my mind yeah uh, i don't know he did he did his uh, i don't know what he did it was some other giveaway that he was a part of yeah i know he did star search he said ed you're dead okay you're dead, star search you? that's right a lot of oh. a lot of famous people from star search and uh steve harvey did apollo i remember i grew up watching apollo showtime, showtime at, the, at apollo. the apollo yeah yes oh. that's some good stuff right there um and like yeah that came on right after saturday night live when it was good saturday night live that's right, 1 a.m. Well, yeah. Oh. Excited, man. Um, I want to talk about that show, man. I know you, you all your shows kind of blend together. I was there. Uh, I forget what date it was. Was it in August that we went, that you guys played at Black River Landing in Lorain County, Ohio? In Lorain, Ohio. Over the river by the bridge, Black River. 
don't know what month it was. I can't it remember. It was July or August. Yeah, I think yeah. it was August. Best show of the summer for me. Was excited. I think a lot of it was a lot of like mandates were getting lifted and people were getting able to get together again a little oh, bit. Yeah. And man, that, that crowd, man, you guys drew like that Pink Floyd type of culture crowd where everybody was everybody's friend was there. I felt it. It's always cool to be a part of something like that. As just a guy that's listening, like when I went and saw Ozzy, it was kind of it was like everybody like these shows and just concerts in general. Festivals usually it gets kind of wild. Like uh, Travis Scott has a fest had a festival didn't go so well. <laughs> wow, that's when I put the soundboard. I go wow wow wow. We did have that was the biggest crowd that they've ever had for Rockin' on the River. It was over ten thousand. Close to eleven thousand. That was big, yeah. Yeah, that's and that was the biggest show. Um, where'd you guys get? Who took that photo? Somebody did a drone shot of mm-hmm. that night. It was amazing. I think Jamie Combs posted it. Okay, like that, a picture of the drone shot of that. It was, was probably amazing. John Ward or one of our photographers. John, that's Ward. awesome, dude. Um, how many people do you guys for wish you were here? I'm just. I haven't seen Sugar Magnolia yet. Haven't seen the Neil Young tribute band. Um, for the Wish You Were Here show, how many people do you guys have working? Do you know? Yeah. Well, Is there ever a, where a new guy shows up? You're like, hey, we're like wrapping up cables. And you're like, hey, what's that? <laughs> Depending on the show, we've got eight, 18 or 19 people on payroll for that. So I've got, we got 10 musicians, uh, 10 people in the band, and uh, right. sound man, uh, light man, three crew guys, um, uh, a guitar tech, merch person, security guy it's uh it's gotten to be quite wow. a quite a circus <laughs> yeah it's it's huge man um i didn't know you guys got in, in themes as as the show progresses it just gets better and better and better there's new things that keep happening new uh stage props or whatever you you guys have these inflatable you got the inflatable pig obviously you see those in the pictures um they're they got a show coming up uh at the Agora, Friday, March 4th, at the Agora in Cleveland, the famous Agora Theater. World famous Agora Theater. World yes. famous Agora Theater. And, uh, yeah, we're just, uh, we used to play at HOB. Now, that's the Agora's our new home venue. That's awesome. I mean, it's. Uh, Did they H- contract you for like certain spots throughout the year? Um, uh, we're seeing how it goes. Um, but yeah, I'm sure we'll be playing there. Like we did. Yeah, if you guys do. uh, Yeah, I'm sure you guys could play anyway. I don't know. Like, there's a lot of people will ask me, like, have you ever seen Pink Floyd or Roger Waters or David Warren or Sid Barrett? I mean, no, I don't don't think anybody's seen. I don't know when Sid Barrett left, but uh, I can't remember the date or anything like that. January 1968. There we go. It was a long time ago. (laughs) But, uh, uh, they're like, yeah, have you ever seen, like, The Wall, Roger Waters or David Gilmer ever do any performances? I'm like, no, but. I have seen Wish You Were Here, and it's kind of like I did it. <laughs> like, it felt like I did it. Um, do you and Jamie, uh, I don't know who else sings, and you guys have, like, the women mm-hmm. on the stage and everything, and yeah. you guys work together really well. I don't know how these practices go. I don't know. It's a big production, so I don't know. Um, but 
who's uh, okay you jamie is anybody else singing besides the women that are like doing these lead parts uh, uh jamie and i split the the vocals the co the do you guys vocals, have any particular but... way you split it is it one roger one david or no, you guys just kind of bounce some bands do that but it's just kind of evolved yeah. and who sings can sing the song better i mean i i think i mean i'm more of a a mimic in a way with my voice you know i mean i can kind of you sounded like the, roger Watt. i was like uh, the, and I, I we wanted to beat the traffic and everything so the last tune i forget what you guys been saying but i that how it just like echoed through the trees and the buildings i was like roger fucking waters this is fucking being floyd right here baby it was badass i was feeling good had a nice little buzz on with the beer it was it was a good time yeah, man you, you try to cop the feel of it you know the gilmore or, or the roger but that's and we've got back yeah uh, our lead guitar player mark sings back up and our keyboardist Joe sings one of our keyboardists sings back up so along with that and the two girls we've got uh what do we say six vocalists in the band seven that can sing here's uh one thing um I I might have like a weird mild form of Asperger's or something but I see like patterns and things all the time you guys okay Jamie's a left-handed guitar player and dude other dude is a right-handed guitar player and their guitars are aimed inwards did you guys think about that or I'm I'm just saying I think it would look way better if, if the guitars were aimed outwards. <laughs> Jamie on the left side is that how it is? Yeah. Jamie on the on no stage right. Mm-hmm. Other dude, sorry, I don't know his name. What's Mark, his name? Mark Brennan. Mark Brennan, yeah. stage left. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that's gonna throw everything off, but for like the uh symmetry of like I don't know. Yeah. Well, well, traditionally, uh, David Gilmore was was usually stage right. Oh, so is that how it is? Okay, kind of how it evolved with, gotcha. with Mark being on that. Yeah, side. I, yeah, I don't know. That was just my stupid like. But, uh, uh, the Beatles have them aimed out. <laughs> they should do the aimed out thing. No, I don't. I, I, I was in my own stupid little brain. I was really high. It's valid, you know. It was Pink Floyd concert, dude. Well, yeah, you should have been high. There was uh, chicks on people's shoulders. Like waving their arms, it was amazing, man. I had such a good time. Um, all aspects of the show. I was front for half of the show. Then you guys did like a little intermittent, or I don't know if you did an intermission or some kind of mm-hmm. like it kind of breaks down or something, or like gets chill, and then it and then it picks back up and uh, went back and sat with everybody else by the soundboard, and it was uh, it was perfect, man. It was uh, I've been to a lot of shows, not as much as Mike, Big Mike. Yeah, Big Mike's a good fan. Yeah. I think he'll be at the Agora. Yeah, next week. yeah. I, I think that dude's been to every show. <laughs> him and him and Jono, Jono Leahy, are the two people that have the most shows under their belt. Mm-hmm. I'll like, I'm like, man, I, I wonder what it'd been like to see Stevie Ray Vaughan, and you know, just like shredding like live, and actually hear him, you know, through speakers and just like ah, oh, and just letting it vibrate. Yeah. And Jono's like, well. Yeah. Yeah, seeing him at the uh, motherfucking place uh, back in the 1980s something. And I'm like, I saw my public what? Hall with Jeff Beck. You did? Yeah. All right, there you go. <laughs> I'm kind of young too. Uh, I missed out a lot. I was I was I lived a sheltered life with my family, but once I hit 18, I was just like going to everything I saw. So, uh, my generation, okay, just to give you an idea, I was 14 when Nookie came out by Limp Biscuit. So, uh <laughs> they marketed that shit to me. Right. They were like, this is for you, Rob. 
Put stick it up your yeah. Stick yeah. it up your yeah. Stick it up your yeah. That's a, a classic, isn't it? <laughs> it's like poetry. <laughs> poetry, laddie. The, 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 the planets aligned, you know? Yeah. You can't teach that. Oh. You, you get a crazy psycho as a guitar player, and then you get a douchebag singer, and then you just... <laughs> A rapper guy. No, whatever, ha- whatever happened to Fred Durst? He's actually they actually dropped another record uh, on Halloween, and it's uh, they have a song called Dad Vibe. Dad Vibe. So they're embracing their age, uh, and uh, so they maybe it's limp. Fun. They actually probably limp. Now, <laughs> yeah, sure. yeah. They uh, they need to get the Blue Chew or the Viagra, uh, the Cialis, <laughs> to re readjust that right. biscuit. <laughs> but uh, yeah, man, uh, just. I'm done buffing your balls about that concert, but I was it was an amazing time, man. I, and I want to let you know that personally, it was just stamped like I will never forget it. Like, well, I think it is because I'm a local boy too, and it's uh, being at Lorraine and just that type of fun mm-hmm. at, in such a close proximity to where I live was oh, just yeah. like, bam! Pink Floyd tribute. They, you guys nailed it. It was uh. And great gear too, great sound system, man. It was just Yeah, Bob Early does it right. That's a promoter out there that we work with. Oh, that's cool. Do you guys have your own sound guy or is he Oh yeah. Uh Rich he... Mazrick, who runs his own sound company. Actually they do the sound for that for the, the for that season for that... the oh, Rockin' okay. on the River. Gotcha. Yeah, vertical sound. And that's our sound, our front of house sound man, yeah. So. Gotcha. That always helps. You you get someone who runs like his own sound company, yeah, to I run see, the sound for you. When and, I see somebody do good sound, it's um, they're moving, they're constantly working and tweaking things, and uh, I love to see that, and uh, it makes a huge difference, you know. And I remember just growing up, and I, I'm sure you remember this too. I mean, in the grind, there were those little clubs. I'm sure you remember the Flying Machine. Mm-hmm. Did you ever play there? Yeah. That became Chances, right? It or was that, Chances, yeah, yeah. and then it became the Flying Machine. Yeah, yeah, that played. Yep. Yeah, I'm. Well, I'm, I'm uh, there with hammered. But yeah, yeah, I'm showing my age and, just and by her, talking about the Flying Machine, yeah. and then you're showing your age by talking about <laughs> my dad. My dad shows his age when he when he talked about Lincoln Park. It used to be called Lincoln Park. Oh, jeez. Uh-huh. Um, but. Uh, that place sucked, man. I mean, it was. We loved it because it's a stage, and we're young, and we're just playing music. It was a nice size room. Yeah, it was. I saw that was actually my first concert. I saw Mushroom Head. Oh wow! There you go. Yeah, there's another just input on mm-hmm. on where I came from. I'm just garbage. <laughs> I am gar. Uh, you know, I Bone Thugs and Harmony, new metal with the two dots above the U because it's cool, right? New, new, new ball new. bearing ball bearing yeah. necklaces, wallet chains. I think Mushroom Head's great though. They just, you know, they are. They they, they put on a crazy show. And uh, I have a good friends with Jeff Hatrix. So I'm a good okay. Hatrix fan. Yeah. Um, I was 16. Uh, chicks with their boobies out. Yeah. I was going nuts. I was like, I don't know. Oh my god, what? And uh, yeah, year 2000, I saw them at the Flying Machine. It was uh, my first show. <laughs> and then I got hip to things i think mostly when i got older is when i got you know i think a lot of it was just being a musician 
and or just trying to do music in the grind and i i did a day job and then every weekend was mm-hmm. i i play so a lot a lot of i missed out on a lot of watching music yeah which i'm sure you do too yeah you miss the concerts and stuff yeah because you're working a lot well, is there any uh what's the when's the last concert you've been to that really like you just were like hell yeah um i was at dream theater <laughs> wednesday night Oh, okay. Go to Akron Civic. Oh, hell yeah! Did you have to? Did you open for him or something? No. No, (laughs) No, no. Were you working and then you're like, finally? No, no. Just uh, went and saw that. That's awesome. Yeah, I mean, I haven't really been to too many concerts actually since. uh, It's been slow because again, I've been working too, and. uh, Yeah. But. uh, Yeah, that was a great show. Yeah, I saw. yeah, when's the last? I mean, your show, honestly, dude, that was like the last big show I went to. Like, mm-hmm. was you guys at uh, Black River Landing, man? Oh, we're out there again next uh, next summer. This coming, I should say, this summer. Yeah, in June, middle of June. I, th- I think June eighteenth, maybe. Okay. Something like or fifteenth, right in the middle of the month. But yeah, also, but, guys, uh, yeah, don't forget one more time. I'll, I'll I'll make a post in the description, but uh. Oh, Fri- Friday, March fourth at the Agora, guys. Okay, we're gonna turn the Agora floor into a giant mud pit. Oh yeah, on Friday. I heard they redid it. it I haven't is, been there since they redid it. It is freaking beautiful. It is. Uh, they put like three million dollars into it. Really? Yeah. It's yeah. Fuck we can't yes, sell dude. stickers because they don't want people <laughs> using this putting stickers. So all the, the stickers place. are gone. So we're not allowed to sell stickers at that show. All right. Well, I but respect that. Yeah. But, but it, it, it's. It's it's cool. I mean, it's the bathrooms are not. You know, I mean, just anything. You know, the agora, the old, and and I'm not t- even talking about the old old agora from yeah. you know the 70s, the early 80s that burned down. But the, where I mean, this has been the agora now for 30 something years, and yeah, it got pretty. Uh, it was starting to look like the Variety Theater after well, a yeah, while. You know? Yeah, well, uh, but that's uh, like the thing in every grimy club well mm-hmm. to me I, I like that they did that because to me that's it shouldn't be that grimy club the grimy club should be the one across the street from that that's mm-hmm. the grimy club which like the cbgbs where all the fucking mm-hmm. stickers are all everywhere you right, know what i'm saying yeah. and um but it's like the bands keep putting their sticker on <laughs> and it's like i don't know which band to listen to i mean uh, oh that one uh, that sticker right there you really got to be creative with your stickers yeah. well it's cool i mean it, it, and the reason why we move there too is that we can uh we can serve both the audiences the people that want to stand that want to party there's the whole front whole first floor is all standing room the ground floor is uh, standing room only you can fit 1100 people there and then the balcony the first 250 seats are the reserve seats and those are sold out already. But then there's almost 300 seats in the upper balcony that are part of the general admission. Yeah. So you can get a general admission ticket, and if you get there early enough, you're still going to have a seat. So, I mean, so we've got, you know, over 550 seats compared to, you know, the last place that we were at, uh, the Hob, which, yeah. you know, which I love the people there and stuff, but we outgrew it. You know, there's only so many. When you're down on the floor, then if you're, if you're not in the first part of the room you've got right. a low ceiling you're looking at the monitors sound isn't as good and right. there's only 150 seats up in the balcony and so this right. way at the agora there's a lot of seats we can you know take care of everybody there and yeah yeah and, and it'll sound great it's better for our show i mean we're not reduced by the size of the stage right so we can fly our inflatables we, we can do the full lights where it's not like just coming out of a shoebox yeah. you know, diorama, like from something that you made in that's high so, school. Yeah, it's so I mean, funny it's, it's that you stage. Yeah, you that you said that 
house of blues is getting too small that's awesome dude um it's great i mean the hob is great for so you know shows of, of the size like that you know i see circle jerks i think are coming there and yeah some old scope on seven seconds no, i playing. mean yeah and that's, it's great for those kind of shows and stuff like but i for, even think green day or yeah. somebody could still play at house of blues oh, yeah. just, i think anybody mm-hmm. could but right. what pink floyd provides and what a tribute band if you wanted to provide what pink right. floyd yeah, you yeah. guys are big. I yeah. mean, you guys need to make it, bring it, bring right. it big, and uh, that's the level we've moved up to now is doing theaters, yeah, and, and large festivals like you know Lorraine and, and and Warren Amp and that kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, you're not just a back. You don't just have a backdrop. You guys right. have like yeah, we got a screen with video. Like how many people in the band lasers. at one time on stage yeah. at one time? What one, ten. two, three? Yeah, yeah. okay, ten. Jeez, <laughs> man. Um, yeah, these are a lot of these questions I wanted to ask you before, but I didn't. Uh, yeah, I was a buffoon. The lab- first time you came on, I forget what episode it was, uh-huh. but uh, the first time you came on, I was like, "Yeah, dude, like so, uh, yeah, tribute band, huh? Cool, yeah, so awesome, like, like comfortably numb, yeah, man, oh, yeah, yeah, comfortably right. numb, yeah, what, what, right. What, what, what do you think of when you when you play that song? You know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, like, where's uh, where's your ideas come from? That isn't that's the like, the artist's worst questions. Like, where's uh it all come from what's your inspirations yeah like everything i don't know the sky <laughs> i sat I, I got really hammered and my girlfriend smacked me in the face and uh i came up with this song <laughs> i love hearing uh the beatles or like paul mccartney talk about where songs came from because it's so a matter of fact to him yeah and everybody is so just overwhelmed and entrapped like oh it's paul mccartney and he's like well you know uh <laughs> yeah, penny lane is just a place uh, you know you can take a little stroll you know all right. <laughs> you know well uh, yeah, uh we were a good little band eleanor rigby there's a sort of saw a little gravestone with eleanor you know <laughs> And I, uh, you know, there was a Rigby guy, a guy named Rigby that, uh, yeah, it's so, it's so simple. Like any, when you find out where it comes from, it like kind of loses the magic that the listeners kind of create almost kind of create the magic in the sense. Right. That was one thing, you know, that Michael Stanley, who I played with, uh, for years that he had said, you know, people would always ask, what does this song mean? You know, that was the big question. Rosewood bitters, the song, what is that about? You know? And he was kind of always, after a while, he gets kind of hesitant to say, well, you know, it means what it means to you, you know. Yeah. And if you try, you know, and if you tell people that, and they might say, well, no, that's, that can't be what, it, what it's about. Yeah. And it's like, well, okay, whatever, you know, you asked. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, it kind of disappoints uh, yeah. people. I have a, Sometimes I, it can, yeah. I had a band called My Dude's Band, and I it was, it's a good band. We're a bunch of knucklehead knucklehead rock music real simple and basic but the songs i thought i think the songs till to this day i can listen to them and i can i can't do that to anything else i made Mm -hmm. uh unless it's the hip-hop stuff i was talking about earlier like a dude did a lot of hip-hop stuff with my friends that stuff slams love getting twisted and listening to that stuff but uh my dude's band was like this just like uh real traditional rock american style rock music with the little edge a little bit of like reggae influences in there it was just kind of an all-around encompassing americana rock and uh the uh, rock that i loved and what everybody else in the band loved and we had this song the last song on the track on the record was called here comes the foot and the lyrics are like you know here comes a soldier here comes a soldier and they're 
led by a man. He's going to shred you to pieces and do it. And a, a lot of military people would listen to that at the time. Or just like, or anybody that was joining military or new people in the military. Oh man, this gets me excited. You know, it's like, Oh, American troops. And they're like, what, where'd you come up with that song? And I'm like, well, it was, uh, it's about the Ninja Turtles. Uh, you know, the foot soldiers? In, uh, the, he, they're led by a man. He's going to shred you to pieces. It's Shredder. Yeah. And uh, they're led, uh, and and they're told what to do. But And then we got a rude one, uh, a wise one, a leader, and a wild one. And they're told what to do by a rat with a robe. These are the lyrics. Mm-hmm. I mean, you could uh, just read the lyrics. Uh, uh, you kind of could. It's kind of just says it right there. It's about the Ninja Turtles, yeah. but it's like kind of encrypted. Say America, fuck yeah, yeah, fuck yeah. yeah. <laughs> gonna destroy your motherfucking country. <laughs> but no, it's about the fucking turtles. <laughs> yeah, Ninja Turtles. And then I told that to one person, and he's just like, "Oh, oh, they're kind of like now they're let down." Kind of yeah. lets me down. I was like, "No, yeah. don't let it. It means what it means to you, yes, man." That's it. Because who knows where it came. You know, there could be like some mystic force uh, that goes into us musicians or writers, songwriters and or poets. And we use, uh, I, for example, what's his name from uh, Stone Temple Pilots, lead singer. I don't know. Rest in peace. Anyway, John but, uh, Scott Wyland. Yeah. Uh, he had a just song, listening to SCPN Weaver. Yeah. yeah, they they had a song called Plush, and mm-hmm. it was about a bad relationship, but using a story in the news that he saw about a girl being killed and buried in, like, the woods or yeah. something. and the dogs yeah, trying yeah. to find her, yeah. And, and so it's kind of, in a sense, the Ninja Turtles could be that, mm-hmm. like, a gateway to express, America! Fuck yeah! Fuck yeah! <laughs> John Damon, or Matt Damon, Matt Damon, Matt Damon. Matt Damon. <laughs> All right, I'm gonna. I have a little quiz. Quiz time. Quiz, quiz time. time. Da, 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 there you. Thank you. Uh, I made a quiz, and uh, I know I should have incorporated the Neil Young band with it, but um, what it is? Ten questions. You have to tell me the. Fa- there's ten factoids. You have to say. Is that a Pink Floyd factoid, or is that a Grateful Dead factoid? Is that cool with you? Mm-hmm. Sounds easy, right? Sure. Probably is. You're going to fucking breeze through this. He said, Maggie got a C. Did you say right? Huh? He said, Maggie got Maggie a C. Maggie got like a C or a D. I forget. <laughs> I think she got a D. I think she got four wrong. So four out of ten, that's a D, right? That's 60%. 60, yeah. That's a D. That's bad. All right. Lay it on me. All right, question number one. This band was formed in the year 1964. That would be Grateful Dead. Dude, that is one wrong. Pink Floyd joint started the band in 1964. Grateful Dead formed in 65. That's why I put it oh. on there. That's, this but they the- weren't Pink Floyd in 64, though. It was, they were probably the, the architectural abdabs or the tea set. Really? Yes. Dude, but, whatever. <laughs> okay. I'll give it to it's, you. Screw that. Well, that's... That, that's they didn't close tell me that. They didn't tell me that. Well, I should have read more. That's what it is. There was another paragraph in there, probably. All right. Mm. Number two. Gotcha. There's no There's no prize. I mean, I mean I'm mean, i sorry. 
Do, do I have a prize? We, we didn't smoke anything, did we? <laughs> yeah, we can later for the Patreons. Okay, um, we, we, I do have like wood turn bowls. You could take home if you want those. I tried to give them away as a prize, and nobody would take them. <laughs> you know anybody that would want wood turning bowls? What do you do with them? I don't know. You put stuff in them, oh, right? Okay, yeah, like candies and stuff. Yeah. yeah, I could take one if you want to get rid of. Them. Yeah. Sure. All okay. right. Number two. Number two. Before they were before their famous name. This group started their career calling themselves as the Warlocks. I'm grateful Dead. There we go. <laughs> there we go. Bring it over here. In 1992, number three, in 1992, this band financially helped the Lithuania men's basketball team get into the Olympics. Grateful Dead. Correct. On a roll. Hmm. I, I mean, I, you know, there's some weird sticky stuff going on with the Pink Floyd. There's some weird technicalities there. I didn't think about... I was thinking about the people in general. Whatever. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Jamie Villarreal says hi he, in the chat to you. Jamie Villarreal. What up, Jamie? All right. Number three. Ew. Oh, yeah. Number four. Number four. This band was the first rock band to coordinate a quadraphonic sound system, making them the first to pioneer live surround sound. That would be Pink Floyd. Yes, sir. They had the azimuth coordinator, the little box that had a hand, that had a little joystick on it that they'd direct the sound around. Oh, the I didn't know. I, I read. I was yeah. reading into that, and I didn't know exactly what the what they were talking about. I was mm-hmm. just like, oh, you just set up speakers and have. Yeah. Different inputs yeah. and outputs. Yeah, and we've done shows with that, like that too, where we've done surround sound. That's awesome, That's dude. Cool. It's a pain in the ass, but it's it's cool effect. So when you have like a the lunatic is on the grass, ha 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 ha. Yeah, you'd have the sound effects coming from like different parts of the room. <laughs> That's awesome, you know. So. All right. This band played 184 original tunes and 317 cover songs in their career. Well, that would be the grateful. Thing, yeah, yeah. They, Play covers. It's, yeah, it's a uh, um, uh, so many so many songs. Yeah, it's like oh. one of those things where it's like not even. I don't know. It's you, it's not even how many songs can you play? The fact that there's a number for this is kind of outstanding. <laughs> there's stats for I've got this you know these books, the Grateful Dead books that are just stats for everything. You know, yeah, it shows how many songs you know where, how many times did, you know they opened up with Bertha. You know how many times they closed with. Uh, you know, yeah. Uh, Dark Star. Mm-hmm. I don't the know. quintessential song. <laughs> yeah, that's... Yeah, I did, Dude, I did I, some reading. I did some reading, I was, man. I did Dark Star 70 shows, man. I was there. Well, there was like these this question I was trying to think of. I was like, Dark Star, Dark Side of the Moon. What can I incorporate a question to fuck with E-Rock? Mm. That he'd be like, I don't know. Uh, it could be. <laughs> so, but no, they, these are simple questions. I ended up giving up and just thinking. But what I liked about it is they started around the same time. And like yeah. in the six, and then they both have like this. There's a, a somewhat of a cultish thing around oh, each band. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, right. Early on in their career, number six. Early on in their career, before they had the budget to back up their ambitions. This band would create visual effects for their live shows in a number of cheap yet effective ways. One of these ways was to cover their lights with colored condoms. 
it could be either or yeah i know i was gonna say because the dead had their own you know the but but the, this is the uh light show and everything and yeah i i would say it's kind of a 50 50 i would say this flip. is probably floyd from something that they did like at the the you know the, some of the shows they did at the ufo club and the stuff in the 60s cool man is that your final answer yes yes pink floyd, pink floyd that is correct cool. It, uh, it was specific. It was like a very specific thing they were talking yeah. about with the condoms. That's why I was mm-hmm. like, all right, I'm going to throw that in yeah. there as a weird. Because I know de- de- the dad is like, well, yeah, with the Lithuania ba- uh, men's basketball team, they gave the whole team tie-dye shirts. Mm-hmm. The, they like yeah. did this whole branding thing for the team to get them and oh, yeah. to build money for them to be able to yeah. do that. I met Bill Walton when I was working at WNCX. Bill Walton he's a, is a, known as a huge Grateful Dead fan. He's yeah. buddies with them, so he was. In a, I had him sign one of my Grateful Dead CDs. <laughs> yes, yes. So he was a big deadhead. Anyways, um, where am I at? Number seven, known for releasing albums of live music. In the case of one 1972 live album, they recorded it in an amphitheater in the ancient town of Pompeii. They've even performed without an audience present to hear them. Pink Floyd, live yes. yeah. Oh yeah, it's like we've all right. There we go. We've uh, recreated that. We've done that at a show. Oh wow! Yeah. Where'd you? What do you mean? You recreated it, that? We we did the set list that they did for that, and we played played like little oh. segments and quotes from the movie, like in between some of the songs. Oh, and, I see. Yeah, we re- recreated the the movie, the set list from That's the movie. That's amazing, that. dude. You you God damn it, dude! You guys are fucking amazing. <laughs> I swear to God. I mean, that's dedication. I mean, I don't care what you say. It, there's a lot of weird haters out there. You know, weird, eccentric, like, uh, tribute bands. Uh, it's nothing like the... You know how much time it... Uh, to me, I think some of the tribute bands nail it better than... than uh, you know what I mean? The, the, those guys are old, and they don't even get together. And I don't know. You know what I mean? They just created something great, and you guys are bringing it. I mean, thank God for Pink Floyd. Jesus. All right. Boom. Number eight. There was only one time when this band and Led Zeppelin personally crossed paths. It was for picture session. However, the members of Zeppelin were scared off when one of the members of this band started shooting things with his revolver. <laughs> that sounds like Grateful Dead. Yep, yep. It was Pigpen. Oh, yeah, because they liked their guns. <laughs> you like the guns. They like their guns. And I, Maggie got that wrong because uh, she didn't think she's like, oh, they're all peace-loving hippies. And I'm like, dude, this is like 60s and 70s and shit. Dude, you could be a peace-loving guy. And I think it's kind of growing back into that. Like, uh, Big Mike is another one of those, like, peace-loving hippies that's, like, gun-tooting and stuff. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And that's kind of – you had to be kind of aggressive and rough. Uh, yeah, and that, and that yeah. kind of mm-hmm. – yeah, and the biker be And that kind of, like uh, – environment with mm-hmm. the business aspect of everything and mm-hmm. like really like trying to like muscle your way you know to the top i mean i obviously their talent showed for itself but you know what i mean it, it oh, takes yeah. a lot of takes some backbone mm-hmm. <laughs> some gunpowder sometimes yeah. no. that's a cool fact though about zeppelin that's um that's number nine yes Number nine, in the year 1990, radio listeners in Australia voted that this band's album, Blank, was the best album to have sex to. <laughs> um, I mean, it's like a two-parter. You don't have to, like... This is like a two-parter. Mm-hmm. 
I would think Floyd, Dark Side of the Moon. Yep, that's exactly it. <laughs> All right. Number 10. This band was one of the greatest touring bands of all time. Great for that. There we go. They played to an estimated 25 million people over their career, more than any other band in history. In 1998, the Guinness Book of World Records certified that the band had played the most rock concerts ever performed at the time, Hmm. which was 2,318. And I'm surprised they were able to even, even like, do you have like a concert flyers and that's not even counting how many times they would practice i don't even know if bands like that practice anymore <laughs> I, I heard some weird factoid about dave Matthews band which i don't really care for is uh uh they didn't practice <laughs> like mm-hmm. that was like their thing i don't know they're just like fluid but yeah that was the little mm-hmm. test how much oh, do you guys fun. practice? Is that a thing? Or are you guys just so fucking awesome that you guys just like, blam. We'd like to rehearse more, but, uh, you know, Jamie's in Cincinnati and everybody's oh, got course. things going on. But um, uh, so, so we, you know, especially learning new stuff, getting some new members of the band. You know, we got a new drummer and a new singer the last in the last year. So it's kind of, so, would it be uh, like kind of like a script for a movie where... I'm trying to understand what this kind of lifestyle is like for you because I, I wouldn't know anything. So when I think about it, I think about it's like a movie or something. It's like they hand out scripts and uh, I've actually and then it's like you have this part and then you guys get together and you shoot. And, it, and it's kind of like. You, you just do your job. Is or that the kind of way it is? Yeah, you got to prepare, you know, and. uh for most of the acts that I do, yeah, you, you do your homework, and and you try and get away with you know as minimal amount of rehearsal as you can, just at least to put it together. You know, certain certain band, you know, stuff like Grateful Dead, that you can. Um, it's easier to to throw stuff together. Like our drummer Tim Lane knows a million, you know, knows pretty much whatever Dead we could throw at him, and so it's just a matter of okay, whoever in the band doesn't know it has to kind of do more of their homework, yeah. and it's quicker. Uh, if you, uh, uh, you know, if, if people know it, um, like with the duo with me and Jim, we have not, I don't think he and I have gotten together to rehearse in eight years or that's, five yeah, years. Well, we you guys kind of know each other so well. But, yeah. And it's just come, okay, let's, you know, work on it yeah. come to the gig and do it. And, we, and of course with that, it's more of a casual kind of thing. Yeah. You know, we're playing in a small bar. You can get away with playing something for the first time and, and, you know, right. and having it be a little loose. But um, yeah, it's yeah, it's uh, it's special. I mean, when I grew, the more I got into music and understood like blues, and I don't, I'm still a knucklehead, man. I don't, I don't know, man. I, I, I yeah, I don't really like. I said, I, I don't look at myself as a musician, more or less. I'm just like a song guy. I like songs. Yeah. That's all it is. Like, I don't have a favorite genre. I don't have a favorite band i don't even i don't have a i really don't have a favorite actor comedian you know what i mean movie that has Mm -hmm. it's all mood it's all in how you feel at the time i actually things like right now i'm more into the stones than i've ever been i'm more into uh still haven't gotten to led zeppelin as much yet yet i'm telling you i'm trying last (laughs) time you were on the show we were talking about zeppelin Ah. it's just like it's black dog 
it's offbeat or something. I don't I don't know. It's just not grabbing me. Like mm-hmm. something's happening. It's like or it's like like I mean, it sounds offbeat. Like I I don't even know how to groove to this. Yeah, that's what you need to like physical graffiti. That's you know two albums. There's all kinds of different styles on it. You need to approach it. You know. Yeah, so I'm not saying like that. I have no hate towards Zeppelin. Right. I'm it. Let, that, yeah. That's like me saying like, I mean, I could say, obviously, it, they're it, it's amazing. I mean, like the Doors even uh, the Doors. Uh, L.A. Woman. Oh, was that the album called L.A. Woman? Mm-hmm. And the song, yeah. Uh, recorded probably the best recorded, like as far as sound clarity. Right, because that was 1970, right before Morrison died. Yeah, so yeah was last. and it was, uh, the sound clarity is like, there's no way you can make it better. Um, I don't, even nowadays, of like, you know how things hit and uh, how things are compressed. And mm-hmm. nowadays, everything's kind of like, you look at the song and it's like a, it's like Locked. a bar yeah. of like of everything's just thresholded to the top and like uh the the throw meters are just like like you know what i'm saying like they're just like the meters are just hitting red yeah um they did like this they that out that record is i don't think you can i think they probably do in like music like production class they probably use they're probably there's probably like professor or people that are teaching music production that use that record as like a way to mm-hmm. this is through analog stuff and this mm-hmm. is the most pristine this is like hitting at the perfect level uh-huh. that's all i know about the doors because i just love production music production and all that stuff i'm a good mixer by the way if you ever need anything mixed mm-hmm. Gotcha, and I know a guy that also mixes pretty well, yeah. and I, I know you do too. Like fuck me, uh, <laughs> E Rock in the house, uh, E Rock in the house. He's yeah. like, all right, dude, all right, yeah, I know. Uh-huh. Let's it's let's all go. good. No, but I am. Yeah, I do. I I I, I don't that, do that's it too inter- often, but I right, love interesting mixing. observation about La Woman because yeah, that's a good, a, that's a great sounding album. You know, it's got uh, and Jerry Schaff on bass, of course, so it sounds full. You know, with that and. Uh, yeah, what I was going to say about the doors is uh it was uh I I mean they're good. I could appreciate it, but it's not like I don't go to the doors to listen to music. I don't mm-hmm. I'm like I'm not I'm never like I'm going to listen to LA Woman today. I, I never happens. Mm-hmm. It's just and like I'm not going to I'm I'm going to I was actually painting my living room one time and Led Zeppelin was on and I got anxiety and I had to turn it to like something else because there was it was too like I don't know what it was. Mm-hmm. I have no idea what it was. But it's, it is what it is. A lot of people hate me about the doors. I've had this conversation many times with my friends. The doors just, I don't know, the Beatles kind of like the Beatles and the Stones. And I'm more of a Beatles guy than a Stones guy. Um, a, lot, a lot of the hardcore Americans are going to be like, what the fuck? They're the best rock and roll band of all time. Well, they're from England. It's like me going to English England going, Oh, Big Ben. Oh, I love you, Big Ben. Oh, I love you, London. London. Do you like Aerosmith? I do love Aerosmith. Aerosmith. They're kinda of like the American Led Zeppelin was they were always. Oh, okay. Kind of, yeah, kind they of, are. You know. Um Stone Temple Pilots then become the next one after that, you know, in terms of American fans in my opinion. And what a lot of people said. Yeah. But uh 
Oh, yeah. That's, you know, that's the beauty of music, you know. Why be pigeonholed? Yeah. You know, and... Uh, no, but I, yeah, I'm trying. I'm trying, guys. I, I, I just know, like, I'm just, I just know so many that are like cultist fans that are like, there's no way you can like think this way. And I'm like, I'm sorry, dude. I, I have to like find it. I think I'm still alive, dude. I may find it one day. There'll be a day where I have my Led Zeppelin day where I'm like, oh my God, Jimmy Page. Mm-hmm. Fucking, I love you, Jimmy Page, man. And then at that point, he's gonna be dead or something, and I'm gonna be like, "Fucking, wish he was still alive. Would have fucking seen him, man." You know what I mean? <laughs> the whole thing. Yeah. All right, guys. Yeah. It, that was the whole point of this test was also to incite convo. Uh, it's a well, podcast, baby. Yeah, that's right. Got E Rock in the house. Uh. I'm terrified about the memes. Terrified oh. about I'm terrified about E Rock fans watching these memes. <laughs> now these are memes that, that people have posted on the fun the fun, fun box, box group. podcast yeah. group that we of which I contribute to. Yeah. And these are usually some of the most Actually you these are, you've contributed before and uh, I was like very surprised. I was like, Damn, oh my god. That's and these are, you know, equal opportunity offenders. Equal opportunity offenders. You know, yes, it's often sexual in in oh, nature. Dude. It's like I said, you know, sometimes I, drug humor. Sometimes I, I I love Jesus. Okay, <laughs> they make fun of Jesus all the time, and I have to put it on because like I'm an equal opportunist. I'm like, dude, this is your platform too, man. This is the people's platform here, baby. Mm-hmm. And uh, the people are fucking wild. <laughs> And, and, and this is a group anybody can join but it's a private group too right it is a i mean private so yeah group. so nobody can just kids can't just stumble yeah. across it so what i've so done this is adult humor it is adult yeah. humor oh yeah very much so also on youtube i can't i have to like it's age restricted on youtube too mm-hmm. so i oh okay i see yeah yeah it's i can't may have a kid listen to this right. stuff <laughs> there's just no way right um for I, fuck's sake because i mean even that. though they cause they listen to it by their parents fire pit all the time but <laughs> I'll drink to that. This is what Jack Daniels, by the way. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I don't have my soundbite. I have a David Allen Coe's Jack Daniels song uh, soundbite that I can't hit today. Ah, uh, but uh, oh well, it's okay. It's probably a good thing. I think people are. <laughs> I've exhausted that. Um, which means I don't have the what's on your mind intro maybe i do we'll be right back after these messages stick around important imagine a world where time drifts slowly a world where music carries you away experience pure moods the perfect soundtrack for your way of life Direct from Europe, this multi-platinum collection has won. And we're back. (laughs) (laughs) That was the the 90s uh, infomercial about the Pure Moods album. Oh, okay. (laughs) Do you remember that? Mm. It had Enigma on it. No. And uh, (laughs) outside of my my realm. (laughs) Yeah. You were, dude, you've been playing music for so long. You were probably just preoccupied. I, I was a child at the time. And 
I mean, you're not that much older than I. I mean, you're significantly older than me when it comes to the 90s because I was still under my parents' wing mm-hmm. watching commercials, right? Uh-huh. So uh, I love pizza in the morning, pizza in the evening, pizza at supper time. With pizza on a bagel, you could eat pizza every time. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> Capri Suns and Lunchables and uh, this commercial that uh talked about pure moods yet all your pure moods good listening easy music yeah you know what i mean nice all right i have a mic i have a mic in my face i'm just gonna keep right dude and just speaking of moods too i i if if people keep seeing me looking over at the screen you've got this oh yeah with this really cool screensaver but i know it's a youtube thing isn't it of, right. of like fractals and psychedelic oh, designs i'm just been it's i'm like showing enthralling. it i'm showing it to him right now okay yeah it's just uh yeah, it's so just i got a weird really trigger i got a weird stuff. trigger i could go back and forth yeah. from this That's is not it. for audio people at all right. <laughs> all yeah. you audio people you gotta check it out on youtube yeah. all right yeah, it's just a cool psychedelic design that... hell yeah this all is like right. dmt have you ever done dmt no i did it three times <laughs> I, I won't get into that, but it looks like this. It looks <laughs> okay. like that, baby. All right. Wow. Nice. All right. Uh, what's on your mind? Episode 79. 79. And that's the top 10 means. We call it what's on your mind because mm-hmm. Facebook yeah. asks you what's, what's on, on your, your mind. mind. Yeah. <laughs> so here we go. With your thumb on your phone and your ass on the couch. Shout out to Grant Patton for the lyrics for this. He made like a weird parody lyrical thing for the Pixies. Mm-hmm. Where is my mind? If you remember that, mm-hmm. Fight Club kind of made it real popular again. Uh-huh. Late '80s band called uh, came out with a song called "What's on Your Mind." This is where's your mind? That was that was me singing. Um, excuse me, sorry about that. But yeah, hey, no. all right. Meme number ten. Here we go, baby. <laughs> My ass is reduced for quick sale. Two dollars. Two dollars. Yeah. They put the sticker over. Probably what it said. I don't know what, what it said. What would it have said? <laughs> yeah, that's the question. Uh, and it my, looks like the top part of the mug is white and the bottom part is brown. So my ass is shitty, poopy. My ass is brown. I, uh, anything goes. But here it's I, I, you reduced see, for a quick sale. That's a good. Yeah, that's a that's cheap a ass. good ob- observation. <laughs> that's a cheap ass. <laughs> I mean, you could only yeah use your imagination, guys. Mm-hmm. All right, number. Nine. 95% of Facebook users know exactly what this is the moment they see it. Yep, I do. <laughs> what is that, Iraq? It looks like the hair on top of somebody's head. On whose? Uh, on somebody's head. Zuckerberg. Oh, <laughs> Zuckerberg. He, he's is not, that a toupee? Dude, he looks... It's not a toupee. He cuts it like real i don't know it's weird he's a robot 
you know, we all know he's a robot. So I think it might be like the cap that they put over his like uh, his head and they open it up and that's where all the computer chips are. He's a metabot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Number hmm. eight. Can you play Sublime? <laughs> I wish I had my soundboard, dude. The soundboard is what makes this happen. Uh, the flip, uh, flip, flip flops there. I don't really get the joke, but it was funny anyway. Uh, and there's two right feet. Isn't that two no. right feet? No, the one on the left is the big toe, and then the other ones. No, isn't that? No, it's yeah, it's like two right feet, isn't it? Mm-mm. No, it's toes. Big toe, big toe, other toes. Shouldn't it be like two big toes in the front? No. I mean, you know what I mean? There's one big toe there, one big... I'm saying um, he doesn't have two right feet. The the sandals. Oh. Hmm. Interesting. Yes. Yeah, you're right. It's, it's, it, it, it has nothing to do with the, the meme. The sandal looks weird, yeah. Yeah, has nothing to do with the meme, okay. and everybody usually just goes beyond this. This is what we do. We pick apart memes. Ah, right. Fail. Yeah. Thumbs down. Nah. Fail meme number seven. Ding, 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 ding. And just like that, I found out she didn't like kids. All right, this is... All right, this is my attempt for the Facebook. Yeah. I'm trying to incorporate trying to incorporate Facebook users into this goddamn podcast. Mm-hmm. It's kind of ridiculous, guys. This meme sucks because mm-hmm. he's never said that at any point in the movie. Right. Forrest Gump has never said like, "Oh, and that, right at that moment, mm-hmm. like this is that." What does she just like? She doesn't want to swallow. Is that like? I think so. I don't. I don't. I don't blame people that don't want to swallow. I don't blame. All right, yeah. number six. Damn, this is delicious. All right, there's sections of this Jameson bottle. Jameson bottle. It's a Jameson bottle here. This is not for listeners. If you're listening <laughs> this to good. this show. I'm going over. We need to really. Okay, it's a Jameson bottle. Okay. Jameson bottle, and it's got. Three three captions. One is at the very top of the bottle. One's in the middle of the bottle. And one's like the whole rest of the bottle. Yeah. The first caption is, damn, this is delicious. So you're just drinking from the top of the bottle. Yeah. Way. And then there's a little bit after that that's slurred boondock saints quotes. And then the rest <laughs> of the bottle is, after I shit in this closet, everyone here is going to catch these fucking hands. You know what? This picture makes me look like a pro at drinking. I've drank way more than that before I ever. I, actually, I've ne- first of all. Never shat in a closet. I pissed in a closet. Dude. That was one of the first times I was drinking. I was like in eighth grade. I ain't going to say any names, but we have a very, we have a, man, I want to, man, I ain't going to, man, I want to say so much about this girl because she is a good person. She is so talented too. Like she's an artist. Uh, Uh, This is all I'm going to say. She's an artist. Like she makes a living off of painting. Like she's that good, mm-hmm. and like, like, does good for herself from painting. Like to me, I'm like, I look up. You're like, fucking hell yeah. You don't want to say your name. Hell yeah. And then she pees in my closet. To me, it was the coolest <laughs> shit ever. To me, I was like, I have. She peed in my closet. That's all I care about. To me, that's precious to me in my heart. Oh. All over our shoes, all over whatever like clothing that fell. 
<laughs> you know what I mean? Oh, Dude, I they actually, left her mark upon your world. Yeah, I know. I actually <laughs> heard the whole thing, you know, the, the, the flow, the whole. And I was like, somebody's in my closet. Wow. And I try to open it. And she goes. She's like, I'm in here. I'm in. Yeah, exactly. She's like, I'm in here and closes it. Dude, it was amazing. I think it was the most amazing thing ever. I ain't going to say any names. I love you, by the way. If you're listening to this, love you so much. All right. Number five. When you type fidget spinner, but it autocrats midget spinner. Bam. This is where my soundboard comes in. But uh, it's a it's a meme of, of Bridget the Midget, one of the little strippers. Is it is it her? Do you think well, no, so? That's no. I mean, that's uh, that was a famous yeah, midget famous porn Bridget star midget. Yeah, yeah. She's, midget. she's actually but in a, a video. I have to show you. Maybe we could save it for Patreon. Um, but because uh, right after this, we're gonna call it quits. We love you guys. But uh, yeah, this is uh, number five. Don't know if it's. I, I was like, uh, she could uh, fidget with my spinner, if you know what I mean. Uh. <laughs> All right, number four. Thou shalt not wear high heels if thy heels look like pizza crusts. <laughs> Papa John's 316. <laughs> oh, my. Um, I feel bad. I have that problem. I have a weird crusty heel problem. And Emery Stone for that or something. But uh, God bless her for like rocking those heels anyway. <laughs> like Actually, Papa God, John's three sixty. Yeah, but no, Papa John's three sixty. Bible quote. Oh man, uh, God bless all these women that want to wear high heels. I I guess. Uh, no, 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 no! Don't take them off. Don't take them off. Yeah, don't leave them on. I like it. I like it. All right, number three. Tennessee moms swapped vape pens for sex with teenage boys. Women, a woman, 38, is charged with rape for sleeping with nine boys, age 14 to 17, and her child's school. Damn. At her child's school. Oh, man. It's That's uh, like a mug, uh, two shots, a picture of her and, a, and a, her mug shot. Yeah. And then I put a uh, statutory vape. Yeah. Oh, she swapped vape pens for sex. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Statutory vape. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I had to. I had more likes than the, gut, the gosh darn fucking... <laughs> damn thing so i had to put my own thing yep i'm uh that's me guys that's me robbie webby up in uh, up in the house all right number two wow all right these are videos all right here we go okay she's filming with a dildo she has a dildo in her hand with a suction cup one of those suction cup ones for the, the bathroom <laughs> <laughs> doing <laughs> let's see it one more time one more she time throw it at him it's the, the tilde stuck on his head she wiggles the, the dildo she walks up she's holding the camera she walks and, up behind the guy a guy's watching tv on a couch and yeah up behind him walks up behind him throws a dildo right at his head what the <laughs> it sticks perfect it aim sticks, like bam. Right yeah. yeah oh that's good <laughs> that's good couldn't do that again if you tried all right, that number... Funny. That was funny. Yeah, that's a good one. That was a good one. Number one, this one, this one, I, I know what it is. I know which one this is, and it's a, it, it's a little uh, weird, and, uh, like but none it, of this is, it yeah. made me laugh, and I kept watching it over and over again. Oh, one of those. 
but uh it's a video and uh I, I the context of the meme of what the co- of the okay we'll just get into it let's watch all right here we go when bay gets her coochie waxed oh you can feel it first what do you think? It feels good. Smell your finger after that. <laughs> oh my deliciousness. <laughs> oh my. Oh my deliciousness. I got one more time. Yes. And this gets just. What do you think? It feels good. <laughs> oh my deliciousness! Oh, oh, dude, talking about oh. some kind of food or something there. Oh something. man! All right. Uh, oh my deliciousness! Oh my deliciousness! <laughs> All right, that was what's on your mind. Oh, that, was, that was good, though. Yeah, there we go. Since I don't have my soundboard, I got to do every little thing. Yeah. All right. All right, guys. That's it. Huh. You've been here. You've seen it. You mm. rock in the house. All right, there we go. You rock in the house. That's your camera. Wave goodbye. Wave goodbye by the people. Actually, oh yeah, we're we should probably do a song for them, right? Mm-hmm. We'll be right back. I'm gonna put it on a commercial break. We'll be right back. We're gonna try to whip up a song for you guys. We're gonna be get creative here. Th- th- this is what I'll use as like an intro when I actually put the thing up. Do like a quick like you know what I mean like a quick like they're playing a song I'm gonna watch the entire episode like a teaser and then it yes. traps them hooks them right in there right okay all right we'll see if we can do Tease. this. You buy a little bit less. All right, you want to do that intro? Yeah, it just you know. So that's so. Oh, okay. so it'd be G, D, E minor, E minor, E minor. Oh, e. shit. E. So G. Wait, the way you doing G? D. E minor. There you go. Oh, F yeah. Oh, F. I see. Okay. I know what you're doing. Okay, I see you're going to position, yeah. which is interesting for anybody that wants to know if you're a trombone or sax player or a trumpet or it, the director will transpose things and for different things. When you play a C, it's not concert C, right? So it's almost like the same thing for that, what you just did. G. Okay. People don't know what I'm talking about. All right. I want to do the intro, or you mm-hmm. want me to just yeah. start? Okay, yeah, we'll just do that. Two, three. Oh, yes. When you can't find the light that guides you through the clouded day, when the stars ain't shining bright. Like you lost your way when the candlelights are old 
burn so very far away Well you got to let your soul shine Just like my daddy used to say He used to say soul shine It's better than sunshine Better than moonshine Damn sure better than rain That was fun. Thank you, E Rock. I love you, man. Good night, everybody. Peace out. We all love ya. (laughs) We didn't. We we did not do a sound check, which we probably should. But Uh, whatever, whatever. We live podcasting. That's live podcasting. That's what we do. Uh, Peace. We out of here. I'm looking for the outro button. Here we go. Bye bye.
Thank you.